0: Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of 7-Minute Scaling Secrets, where we interview entrepreneurs and learn a secret on how they scaled up their businesses. Today, we have a special guest, Tie Ming, who's the founder and MD of Zenway Productions, an events and live broadcasting company that specializes in gaming and esports. sports uh, Ming or JM, tell us a little bit more about yourself and your business. This episode was brought to you by Super Scaling. Join the Superscaling Ignite program today and learn how you can systemize and superscale your business so that your revenues can grow to at least $100,000 a month with a productive team from all over the world. Raving fans as clients and happy founders who have true freedom. Visit superscaling.com slash ignite today. And now back to the episode.
1: So uh, myself, I've been a 14 year veteran in gaming. Uh, so I've been throughout my career before I started Zenway, I've started off in the game publishing business. So that's where, I mean, even before that, a little bit of competitive gaming myself, uh playing FIFA, and that's where I kind of sparked interest in gaming and esports, right? And um, you know, about six, almost seven years ago, with me and my co-founder Wayne, um, uh, we've basically identified that you know, there's this gap in the in the market where game publishers or even people who are interested in gaming um would need support and help in terms of whether it's event execution uh, live broadcasting as well as you know production needs so that's where we decided to fill in this gap and created this company
0: wow how do you even pivot from being a pro gamer to somebody that does does this like what was the opportunity what was the that defining moment I mean, made you realize that, hey, this is something that you wanted to go explore.
1: So it, it started by chance, right? Like, so it initially started as, uh, you know, I was obviously myself quite a hardcore gamer. And then um, the company that was publishing the game that I played a lot uh, happened to be looking for actually a customer service job. Then I was studying my degree first year. I thought, you know, since I, I can work like two to three days a week, right, why not just, you know, to take the opportunity and fill up the gap? So that started off with that. Um, worked there for about a year. Decided to drop my degree and focus on it full time. And then over the years, just get more and more of uh, the different uh responsibilities kind of get thrown to me. And, you know, I just kind of took it from there. Uh, everything else was kind of just... You know because i I myself i I have quite an ego, so i I just had to prove that I make the right decision, right dropping the degree, you know, <laughs> wasting my parents' um efforts, you know back then efforts right so yeah. uh, yeah, so that time i my my main aim is to make sure that you know i I succeed in my decision, yeah, so so it kind of led from one thing to another until where I am huh? now,
0: oh wow. Uh, I went through somewhat of a similar experience. I didn't drop out, but like my parents really wanted me to go to a junior college and study for the A-level so that I can get a degree. And I told them, no, I I really want to study tech and computers and programming. And that's what made me go to a polytechnic instead. But Mm -hmm. with the promise to my parents that, you know, I, I would still go to a university and get the degree that they wanted me to have. And I think that changed my life, you know, just taking things into my own hands and yeah. you know making sure that I live up to the promises that I made, right? So it's responsibilities that we have or we make and we take on as entrepreneurs, as people that I think really drives us. Yeah, yeah, love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell 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 us a little bit more. I mean, you have, uh, Zenway right now. How big is the team that is in Zenway?
1: Right. So. We've got about eight full-time staff, uh, including myself. Uh, nice. we've kind of doubled since COVID. Uh so I guess COVID kind of helped us grow a little bit because you know we are in this space of broadcasting and everything being digital. So gotten a lot more opportunities throughout the last two years. And I think also um Singapore being, you know, this opening up so early, brought a lot of gaming events. As you know, last week, we had the international um happening. So yeah, so I think that we, we've got eight full-time staff now. But uh, for us, as, as you know, we are events agency, right? So a lot of our crew, we actually have about 30, 40 freelance crews that would activate based on the kind of events that we run. Okay. Yeah.
0: And and with this number of people, I mean there's quite a lot of people. How do you how do you manage them and how do you like make the most out of both yourself as well as the team?
1: Right. So I think working to their style is how I kind of manage um all my different um manpower, you know. Um especially nowadays, I think working with the younger generation, yeah. um motivating um keeping them motivated, you know, especially for our line of work where sometimes we work extremely late um, for a long extended period of time uh, when it comes to peak periods. So, so I think keeping them motivated, keeping them um wanting to do, like continue to grow with the company, um yeah. setting them directions. I think that's the way I kind of lead the company. And also uh for myself, I kind of mold the way I converse with individuals based on how I feel that they are able to cope with certain level of stress or not, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: That that motivation piece is very interesting because everybody's motivation is different, right? Yes. How how do you ensure that uh people on your team and yourself even, how how do you ensure motivation
1: is there? Right. So for myself, I guess the main thing I put um, is that, you know, it's my employees on top of anything else. Yeah, um, I feel that the work happiness has to be there. Mm. And, you know, once the environment is right, I feel, you know, at the end of the day, when people come to work feeling positive about, you know, their colleagues, Um, making sure that there's no bad blood within the team. Of course, mm. I think for me and my co-founder, we also do try to evaluate all the different staff when they come in. Um, what kind of characters they are i feel that that plays a part especially for a smaller startup i guess when companies scale and become a lot bigger that gets more difficult but at least or something like in this current scale for us um yeah keeping them happy um making sure you know their welfare is thought about you know caring for them as an individual you know when they are tired let them go on breaks you you, you have to be able to you know, make that as a manager, I guess you have to be very clear about your employees' bandwidth, um, their mental capacity.
0: Yeah, mm. for sure. I mm. think as the businesses grow, all these things become even more important. And we have to systemize them, right? Otherwise, we cannot have something that you know works for you know a smaller group of people, be something that works for a company size, you know, whether it's two times, three times, ten times the size yeah. that the business has uh without systems. Mm. Uh it's it's interesting that you mentioned that uh you are also looking at uh attitude and their values. Uh what what do you think are some of the values that are important to you and the people that join you?
1: I guess firstly, being selfless uh is one of the things, the core things. Um proactiveness. Uh these two are the main key when I look into the employees. Of course, um the third. I guess it's more secondary than anything is their mental capacity. Because I mean in our line, sometimes when, especially during broadcast, yeah. when we're doing live environment things, especially for gaming events, yeah. the margin of error is extremely small. <laughs> so um these people has to un- be undergoing stress quite heavily. So one of the ways I, I kind of hire people, it's trial by fire. So some of a lot of my current hit count they don't actually just come in and become a full-timer. So a lot of them, they actually have been, I kind of trial them by putting them into different of our events as freelancers first. And then when we, of course, over time, we evaluate them and we realize that, okay, this guy have very good potential. We put them into the team.
0: Very nice. There's a lot of uh, self-awareness that's necessary. I mean, that pivot that you had from being just a, pro gamer by yourself in on, as an individual to somebody that's now a manager of people that's quite a big gap how, yeah. how do you manage to navigate through that were there any like lessons or any failures or any mistakes that you went through that you know you, you you now look back and see that as being part of that journey that you underwent
1: so I think not too much um mistakes thank god I I think you know, every, of across the years, we definitely have a few people that we hire and then we evaluate them over the course. We feel that that's not that much of a match. We do, you know, part ways. Right. Um. But across the board, I think at least I would say ninety percent of the people that came in and went, even if they went went out, it was on a good note. And all of them, you know, to a point, some of them I'm trying to want to hire them back. But of course, sometimes you know. I I would want them to also grow as an individual. So letting them off don't necessarily mean as a bad thing. Yeah. Personally, how I kind of navigate this space was it's just p- through pure observation. Um so starting this company six years ago, right? I was actually employed for the first four years. And of course, you know, throughout this whole period, um I have had different types of managers people who has extremely high EQ, um, people who has bad EQ, but has extreme competency in his work or her work. Um, So I have had a variety of these different kinds of bosses and how I kind of decided was based on what I felt as an employee back then, right? What kind of thing inspires me to do better? what, What he sometimes say, or she says that make me feel triggered as an employee or tilted you know so <laughs> so those are some of the things that i i make a very key note uh, of myself uh, on how I, I i choose to portray myself um early on in the days i used to be a very straightforward hot-headed <laughs> youngster you know arguing with bosses with zero tech so all those experiences kind of led to where I am right now. Like I when I talk to some of my employees, I would think about how I angle myself. Well, oh, I love I that.
0: See. Yeah. That that requires a lot of self-awareness and a lot of yeah. introspection, right? Like I mean, there are there are tons of people who go through, you know, managers, whether it's good or bad, but uh not many I think learn from that experience and not many learn and also apply it in say business. Right. That's that mm. takes a whole new level. Of self-awareness and internalization. Yeah. So, so yeah,
1: kudos one, to you. one of yeah, one of the, I guess for me also, you know, because I'm a football fan, I'm not sure if you are, but uh one, one of the people that I kind of look up to um is Alex Ferguson. So I guess you know this guy. He he he's a very good manager, right? So o- across the... I've been following his career throughout as long as I've been... Since, what, 98? So back then, I've been seeing like a lot of books, a lot of uh, videos about how he talked to players and stuff like that. So a lot of all this observing, yeah, that's what I kind of do on a day-to-day and how I talk to people.
0: Awesome. That, <laughs> that's, that's pretty interesting. This is the first time I've heard that somebody learned... From uh a football manager, uh, but I mean it makes sense because we all learn and have to you know emulate the best practices from people that you know have already been there done that and are doing a good job of it, right sometimes even if they are not doing a good job, we can also learn from the negative exactly. examples yeah um uh, yeah, so absolutely love that uh uh so I-, I like to explore this a a little bit more uh, I know we're running a bit short of time, but I think um, this would be interesting uh. Tell us a little bit more about the journey of Zenway, especially the highs and the lows. It's it's been six years. Uh, is there a period where it was like, uh, a, an absolute high, of the business, and was that something that didn't go very well, and you know, was a low point?
1: Yeah. The so I guess you know the the initial I guess the lowest point for Zenway was when I would say just. When COVID hit, um, because it was just at the point where we were doing a lot of negotiations with uh, different partners. We we had it, initially we projected 2020 to be an extremely good year to a point where I wanted to resign my job. Wow. To to come in full-time, because for gaming businesses, normally you see um things very slow at Q1. And then Q2, things start to slowly, you know, the pictures and everything start to come in. Q3 and Q4, that's where we get extremely busy, right? Right. Um. But for 2020, we initially, by the end of 2019, we actually had 2020 first half kind of packed already. Wow. So that was like, you know, we wanted, I wanted to come out focused on this full time and then COVID hit, everything got canceled. So, and, you know, at the end of the day, employees are, are are kind of already committed, right? It's fixed cost every month. Yeah. So, so that kind of we had to take it in the by the chin, right? And just kind of pay them, um, just tell them, don't worry, you know, things are gonna get better, and things actually did do a lot better. So, um, I feel that ever since second half of twenty twenty, things really escalated quite quickly. Um. So, like, we were able to achieve, like, record highs year on year. So, I mean that, and leading to where we are right now, where, um, basically start of, I guess the highest point for us was probably last month, um, earlier nice. yeah, last month. So, we ended MPL Singapore. So, what MPL is right? If I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware. It's the Mobile Legends Pro League. Oh. So it was um Mobile Legends, as you know, is a, quite a popular game in the region. Um initially it was done by SingTel for the first three seasons. So every year there's two seasons, one in April, one in um September, October. Right. And that's where we we basically have been actually beating extremely hard, um, making sure we are in the right cap having the right capabilities, the studio spaces and everything. Um, but we eventually we didn't get from Singtel the job, and then eventually I think they had a restructure where, where they decided to let go of the project, and that's where we decided to you know talk to Moon and they felt that okay, they they would give us a shot at being an official partner. Yeah. So um yeah, so we took over the realms July end of July, um and and you know, we did know what to expect. We basically just did what we could. Of course burn a huge pocket of money but you know investing into the league and everything but we eventually doubled last season's um viewership in terms of uh the the viewership figures as well as setting a new record high all-time high so yeah so i mean for us that that is probably one of the biggest achievements uh, as a company yeah uh-huh. and
0: Was this the largest event that you were running as As (laughs) As an
1: As an individual, as an independent company, yeah, it probably is. Oh, Um, well done. Yeah, but because for us, we've actually had experiences doing world championships. So we've done the PUBG Global Championship. All these that flew into Singapore, we've actually had involvement in them. It's normally through another... Partner agency that is within the region, so they have like a main event organizer. We kind of help right. with the local support, but this is like all in all of us, just just my own company. So oh. yeah,
0: okay. that's that's really impressive. And again, kudos to you. I think that's that's such a such an achievement for a, a company that previously didn't have such a an experience before, right? Hmm. Yeah, I think that's yep. that's incredible. So. Well done on that. I think this is yeah. only gonna cement Zenway's uh, reputation and allow you guys to take on even more of such like events and and uh yeah events and and run them. Mm. Cool. Uh, all right, uh, I'm just a little bit uh cognizant of the time. So I just want to ask you the two questions that we have for every guest. Uh the first question is: what do you think is the most important habit to be a successful entrepreneur?
1: Right. So for myself, I think always run through all the scenarios that you have um, before you make a decision when it comes to um, any sort of business decision, whether, you know, taking the first step up as being an entrepreneur, I feel that you need to think ahead, plan multiple scenarios of what could go wrong or what couldn't go wrong, Yeah. Um, but once you make a decision just... Be confident and just go in, really, because once you self-doubt, uh, that's where you worry. Yeah. Yeah. So, so don't, like, if you feel that you have thought out all scenarios and all scenarios lead to you making this decision, then just be confident and go. Makes yeah. sense.
0: And that that sounds like your experience as a pro gamer definitely will help you there because that's kind of like what, <coughs> you do with, uh, video games as well, right? To yeah. actually, you know, there's so many things that are going on. We have to make the best decision that we can at that moment, and then we have to commit to it, right? If right. we don't commit to it and we do things halfway, and then you know either get distracted or we don't follow through, it's not going to end up well.
1: That's right. So that's right. wow,
0: I I never really thought about it this way, but I guess there are like uh parallels between like video gaming and entrepreneurship (laughs) are actually
1: a lot lot of parallels there yeah (laughs) (laughs) resource planning is one
0: yeah Mm -hmm. second question yeah Uh, what advice would you give to another business owner
1: and advice follow your gut because most of the time you're right
0: yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's that's a advice, piece of advice that's always gonna be true because mm-hmm. not, pe- people, people think that you know things can be done with like, you know, books or theory or, or 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 like you know scientific models. But honestly, at the end of the day, as entrepreneurs, a lot of the things that we do cannot be proven by models or studies. And we have to really trust ourselves to make the best decision, right? Because yeah. we know the market, we know the product that we have, we know what people want um and we know the best way to deliver that exactly yeah 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 i resonate with that awesome well uh this has been Tianming. ming uh of zenway productions uh jian ming if people were to want to reach out to you or to zenway what's the best way to do so
1: yeah um definitely reach out to me um linkedin.com um you can look for you know Tianming or zenden or just go to my website uh www.zenwayproductions.com Awesome. So why Zenden? I'm just curious. Zenden just happened to be my in-game nickname. Ah. The past. So it has kind of stuck with me um, all this while. Well. And just a funny note. So Zenway Productions, Um, my co-founder is Wayne. So oh, we just kind of took both names and kind of put together because back then we didn't know what to call the company. So I was like, just just take the first three letters of our nickname. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that. And it's like a perfect, perfect sounding name. Zen Wei. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Well, thank you so much for your time, Timing. Uh, we'll have the URLs to your LinkedIn and your website linked in the show notes below for everyone else also. Uh, thank you everyone for listening to another episode of 7 Minutes Scaling Secrets. Uh, appreciate all of you. Please remember to like, comment, share, subscribe uh, to this podcast so they'll be notified for the next episode. And I look forward to seeing you all in the next episode. Please take care everybody and I'll see you soon.